Honey, it's Goss Day. From the end of the writer's strike to Folsom FOMO, we've got it all this week. And Divatronic is making waves from Beyonce to Gaga. From she to Shining She. And the pages keep turning this week in the book club. And The Woman in Me is a great title, but I prefer The Men in Me. Plural. (laughs) And a double dose of the DMs? Fill me up. Baby, there's Drick, there's Conjecture, there's more Drick, and some queries for, uh, for lust. The goss is marvelous, darling. Yes, let's get into it, mama. M. Oh. M. Mom! Pumpkin spice season. PSL for them DSLs, honey. Mm, mm, don't burn the cone. Ooh, don't burn the cone. Don't scald the pump. Mm, Welcome mm. back for another steaming, steaming piping, piping, scalding, scalding serving of hot goss. goss. That's hot It's goss. our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives. Events in our lives. Gossip and politics. politics. And take a, take a deep, deep dive. dive. So let's get into some hot gas. <laughs> well, m- mom can finally start. <laughs> mom can finally start their um their spring fall slate for our new uh, programming. Spring summer. Uh, spring, summer. Uh, uh, spring, spring summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when are the leggings available? Uh, 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 spring summer. <laughs> uh, Indian summer. The strike is over. The strike is over. I mean, at least for the writer's strike, the writer's strike seems to have uh, to be over. Yep. Um, the WGA well, has reached an agreement, and this comes from Variety. Would you like to read it, since you are the sure. queen of Variety? <laughs> the WGA and major studios <laughs> and streamers have reached a tentative agreement on a new three-year contract that promises to end the 146-day strike that's taken a heavy toll across the content industry. Negotiators, negotiators, <laughs> how do you say that word? Negotiators. negotiators for the Writers Guild of America and the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers reached the finish line Sunday after five consecutive days of negotiations. Day four on Saturday mostly involved lawyers for the Guild and AMPTP hashing out the fine language of the complicated and groundbreaking additions to the WGA's minimum basic agreement. And the quote is, we can say with great pride the deal is exceptional. With meaningful gains and protections for writers in every sector of the membership, the WGA's negotiating committee wrote in an email and sent that to the members. The strike itself will still be enforced through the Guild's contract approval and ratification process. To be clear, no one is to return to work until specifically authorized by the Guild. We are still on strike until then, the members. The message to the members stated. But the actors are still on strike too. So. Yes. There's, there's basically going to be no scripted TV until ba- like fall, early winter, probably. Yeah. So, which is why all those reality TV news items about making reality TV safer for the contestants and alcohol limiting and all those kind of things are coming up now. Mm. 
Well, so I mean, don't reality. limit the alcohol. Uh, well, no, they're <laughs> limiting the alcohol, but we have to blame Jujubee for that in the Untucked Lounge. Yeah, That's why they I mean, only, only give one drink now. <laughs> they're now they're firing the housewives for hitting each other and throwing glasses and bottles. That's crazy. Like, wasn't that used to be encouraged? Put me on pause, Andy. Put me on pause. <clears throat> A yeah, said that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess it, it is changing. I mean, reality TV has changed a lot since the the bad old days of the you know bad girls club and the you know <laughs> flavor of love. Uh, I I really think that we need to reboot Charm School for drag queens and just help some gutter bucket queens. I would love that. I mean, let's do it. 2024. All right. I, I uh, mean, they said pencils down, news. not eyeliners down. So <laughs> Stop shaking the table. Oh, that could be one of the challenges. You have to do um, liquid eyeliner while someone is vigorously shaking a table. <laughs> <laughs> or you're in like, um, uh, uh, like... A, a room that is on like a mover, like sort of a uh-huh. sort of a flight simulator, yep. and the room starts to shake, and you have to do your makeup. Mm-hmm. Or a bitch on a pogo stick. <laughs> but we don't tell them. We say, "All right, you'll you'll go into the makeup chamber and do your makeup. Simple enough, right? Please your start next now." <laughs> and then when they start, the room starts to like slightly move, and mm-hmm. then like as they get to their eyeliner, it's like shaking. <laughs> I also, I also think doing it with your with your non-dominant hand is a good challenge. Oh, I thought you were going to say feet. No, because uh-uh, I don't want your feet anywhere near my face. And I don't, I want these girls to be willing to do anything that I would be willing to do. At least I have all my nails. Bitch, I have I have all my nails. It's just one of them is really ugly. The other of, the others is... <laughs> I got a little dragon scale on it. No, uh-uh. I am. We're talking about Courtney, the other sister. Uh, I would do your makeup with my feet. I mean, we would wash our feet just like we wash our hands. Like, I wouldn't be walking around and then do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean, and I still don't want to do it. Do they make foot gloves? Um, They're called socks, I think. <laughs> no, but yeah. I still need to use my toes. Yeah, they you have those. I mean? They have those toe socks where you can like pick stuff up. But like a rubber glove, like a Jasmine Masters doing makeup glove. But wouldn't thing. that get caught on your toe hair? <sighs> yeah, you're right. It definitely. Yeah. I don't want it to snag. Snag tights. <laughs> we're, we're proud of our sponsor, Snag Tights. <laughs> uh, Speaking of a few snags, uh, oh, Folsom. Full swing. Oh, this first guy pictured, uh, he stole tips from girls at heart. He got fired. But he, <laughs> Jesus. He, but he's very fine. Yeah, he did. They got it on camera. Um, and That just the, won't do. No, it just won't do. Handfuls. There were handfuls, and he just helped himself. No. Yeah, no longer employed there. Um, the Folsom activities over the weekend looked libidinous. 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 And very fun. Do you have any um, Folsom FOMO, Big Dipper? <laughs> Why am I in it? Um, yeah, Girl. of course. 
because you posted in our outline four different pictures of men who are all your your uh, type your type (laughs) i just i just googled Folsom, and that's what came up girl you you had your save search don't try it (laughs) save searched um i yeah of course i wish one of some of some of the most illustrious bottoms that i follow on twitter crossed the pond to get dug out repeatedly at Folsom. <laughs> pond. So, I'm jealous I'm not from there. England? Where do they come from? You like Brit bottoms, huh? You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of travel that happens. International. It's an international destination, Folsom. Now, I've heard Pray tell. I've heard that Folsom isn't even that sort of like isn't really the tea. It's like Doriali is the tea. If you want to actually get into like nasty gut bucket, you know, fucking in the street kind of shit. Do they do that still at Folsom? Or is it like strollers? No. I've seen fucking in the streets. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some sucking. Um, I saw um clucking a and video of Cutler X uh Mm-hmm. Saw the same one. <laughs> uh, Being taken care of it, it's in nice, the street. It was nice that he was de- able to deliver the lifeblood that that bottom was surviving on um, orally. Sure. Or he could have been reenacting the classic opening se- the sequence of the snorks. <laughs> remember that? The snorks? That you remember the snorks? They had that big. They had that big dick come off their head, and they breathe bubbles through it. The only reason I know that is from Family Guy. I love the Snorks. I I, I identified with them. I was like, uh, these little dickhead <laughs> cartoons. <laughs> I think I've been to Folsom before. Have you ever? Yes, I I performed there the night before, and then I I did a lap just to see it when I was younger. And I, I can't I, find my friend. I'm looking for my friend. I found my friend. I found my I friend. Found my friend. <laughs> um, All around Folsom. Next year, I'm definitely going. I'm going to be the booth bitch for the Double Scorpio team, just because you know I want to get out there with my community and the people I love, and um, yeah, just be in this, just to be in the sunshine. Do they have performances like music acts or anything like that? Uh, I'll I'll be playing kazoo. They do. They have a couple different stages. Huh? Oh, maybe we should do a pop up. I th- I think our milieu kind of works there. Definitely. I think I, there's some crossover for sure. Cross crossy crossovers. I I definitely see it too. Uh, and you look so good in black. I do. It's my signature color. Um, and we could we could always do uh, Mary Mary break the shackles because some of these boys is chained up with they with they cock cages and their harnesses. Break the shackles off my My cock is all caged up. My cock is all caged up. Uh, oh my god! The harnesses are lovely. It's just, it's so nice to see people. Um, Figuring out what they can use from the hardware store, what they can use from uh, Dolls Kill. Um, or Mrs. Leather. Oh, Mr. The- S. Leather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not Mrs. Leather. <laughs> it's Mr. S. Leather. 
I think it looks like a great time, and I'm so glad that everybody was able to enjoy themselves and be sexually free. Sexual. Absolutely. Now, I was busy on Friday night going to $3 Bill to see the Beyonce 4 show starring Trinity K. Bonet, Lux Noir London. Yes. You were there? Yeah, I was there. Did you get your whole life? I did. It was so good. I thought that um, if I squinted, it was Beyonce. Absolutely. I saw the clip and it was the four girls doing doing Beyonce and then they're all like, and look over there. And then Trinity K. Bonet enters. Mm-hmm. And the club went up. Club the goes club up. go up. It fully did. Um, I was standing next to her after and some, you know, when you go off the stage after everybody tries to take a picture who didn't pay for the meet and greet. It was that moment and somebody was waiting and then I heard it with my own ears. What's your name? And I was like, her name is Trinity fucking Bonet. (laughs) They thought she was Beyonce Knowles. I I don't know what kind of salon shit they were going for, but for them to watch the whole show and then say, what's your name? And... They were mistaken. They they were confused because they thought she was actually Beyonce. So they wanted to just clarify. Well, at that, that point, I felt not. it okay to not to not wait my turn anymore and to just say, Trinity, here's this joint. Let's go smoke it. Let's not talk to this person anymore. Because it's it's like if you're gonna say like, oh, take take a picture, take a picture, take a picture, and then and say what's your either. name, and then say what's your name. It's like yeah. why do, why do you want to why like. You just watched the whole show and you don't know my name? It's, it's a I no found, for me on that one. I, and However. She was, she was ever pleasant and cordial to the person. But um, I, I went out all Sunday night in the rain and I looked like a fucking wet Ken doll. Just like bedraggled, put through it by the New York weather. And someone Absolutely. asked me my name and I told them Derek. And they were like, oh, we love Brittany and... <laughs> And I had like a 30-second conversation and we were still waiting to get in. And they're like, you look like Willem, though. And I was like, I get that a lot. Girl, I, people play too much. I don't get yeah, like stop. Just stop. Stop acting like you don't watch drag race. And don't do the you look really familiar. Girl, you oh, I, know who he is. There was that one too. One of the hosts of the show at um, Hardware tried that. And Drew Drogi was behind me and watched the whole thing. And he's like, you handled that very well. And I was like, I did. <laughs> I have but a like, stock answer for that. I say, yes, it's me. I'm RuPaul. <laughs> uh, we want to congratulate the Divatronic team, director Nick Laughlin, and the star of Beyonce 4 at $3 Bill, Ms. Trinity K. Bonet. Did the you show see them in, amazing. in Houston? It was Akira, Trinity, girl, uh, Giselle Royale, Barbie, like all. And I'm kind of sad because now Houston on night two has officially won the Everybody on Mute Challenge, which usurped Atlanta when Courtney Act and I were there. Um, How could it usurp? I mean, silence is silence. Beyonce How could they said be more it. silent? Beyonce said it. She said that they were the winner now. I hope on the last show, Beyonce holds the pause for like 30 minutes. (laughs) And that's all. And just stands totally still for like five minutes straight and everyone's quiet. 
Have you seen the video where the girl purposely says she goes off and she's just talking during the whole thing and screaming? The internet found I the girl, like her. got her blocked. She swarmed. Seems like a they swarmed the girl, and she's I mean, she's done on the internet. Done. Well, everyone on mute. We're about to take a break, and we do want to introduce our rainbow spotlight, Shoddy Do by Thurman Green. Why don't we take a listen? Now I'm looking in the mirror because I'm feeling myself like ah 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 yeah. episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place, all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and the business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true, we did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code DRAG Dragged. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash DRAG. And speaking of Divatronic, uh, Art Pop, the groundbreaking show from Alaska Thunderfuck ATF Productions, uh, is coming to L.A. on November 6th at the Regent in downtown L.A. Yes, and did you know that November 6th is the actual date that Art Art Pop came out 10 years ago? So we wanted to do it on the actual release anniversary. So it's like, it's a magical moment. Now, do you have a Juvederm sponsor? It could be Art Pump. Art Pump, yes. There will be be an on-site pumping parlor. I love uh, that. With with one bare bulb hanging 
to the <laughs> side. Please bring your own color coordinating band-aids and uh, super glue. Now, I'm not trying to spread rumors or misinformation, but no, 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 no. Lady Gaga's final Vegas show is on November 5th. So if she's, you know, living in LA, theoretically she'd be returning to LA from Vegas on November 6th or maybe even, I don't know, late November 5th. If so, Ms. Germanata, you are completely, will. you know what? We'll give you $10 off your ticket. We would love it if you no, use discount code for 5% off. Use discount code, no. Bobby. Ms. Germanata, you and as many guests as you want are welcome to join us at the Regent Theater. I'm putting out the invitation. I don't know. You know, she'll have just finished a show. She'll be feeling good. Mm-hmm. Uh but we're looking forward to it, uh, to putting the show together November 6th, celebrating Art Pop. And we're going to have a bevy of special guests who will be announced very soon. So um, stay tuned. I would love to be the blue balls if you need some. Oh, you can be the blue orb. Yeah. In, this, in between someone's legs. <laughs> this is the, um, the day after Palm Springs Pride. Yeah. It's, it's a Monday night. Mm-hmm. And I'm in town, so... You are? Yes. Okay, well, we're going to contact your people. That would be great. Um, I... Wait, seriously? Yeah, I'm in town. Okay, amazing. I'm texting Nick. Which means you could borrow any wig you need. Um, uh, my art pop could mean anything. You mean the one with the... The one. You mean I could borrow the... The one. The one with the... Oh, oh my God. Mm-hmm. My best wigs. <laughs> wigs. Um, so I've been reading a little bit. Um, Honey, you stay reading. I've listened to this podcast. <laughs> I am. I'm reading a, a book by... Is that a read? Um, by <laughs> the wonderful Maria Elena Fernandez. And it is um, transcripts of interviews which girls were never paid for. For um, for Drag Race, and I got to some chapters, and I've earmarked some things which are which are true, and um, some which aren't. I'm on chapter six now. How's it going? It's going okay. There's some funny stuff where um, where funny business. It's it's strange because producers contradict themselves in the books. A couple times, and I've, I'm reading it, and I'm just like, that's not what happened. Like, they, they gloss over, um, they talk about self-producing, which is one of the things that they they don't like specifically. They talk about Laganja a lot in season six, about her not um, being authentic and stuff. And then they speak at one point about... Um, about where is it? Oh, um, people not smoking or being able to to um, medicate themselves, and like the plants that Drag Race puts up, like the people from the Makeover Challenge who are also in the audience for the the comedy challenge. That that one heckler, yeah, that's like made two appearances. It's like they're they're specifically trying to fuck with people, and they're 
some of the girls are talking about it in the books. So it's it's kind of strange. Um, and then there's a point where Adore talks about um, her and Ganja's interaction. And she's saying, the judges are saying, because she kept saying that she doesn't know what they're talking about. And it seemed like Ganja was kind of losing it. And then Adore says, maybe because she wasn't smoking either. That'll do it. And then in the next page, they have like, Mish talking about having high hopes for Laganja because she was Alyssa's drag daughter and all this stuff. But like literally Mish is the producer that gave one contestant weed and withheld it from another. So it's there's so many things in here where they're they're setting up their history, how they want it to be told. And it's not the full history at all. Like the fact that Detox gave a full interview and she's barely in the book because she told too much of the truth. And I'm not in the book at all, which we know why. Like, it's it's frustrating because they could tell the real story because it's not going to hurt it coming out. Like, we all know reality TV producers are dishonest. Like, it's not going to be a shock to anybody. So just tell the truth. It deserves to be told, you know? Because some of those people aren't around to tell the truth anymore or to lie anymore. I have a feeling that, that I mean, of course, they kind of have to. This has to kind of be the Disneyfied version of the real history of the show. But I have a feeling once the show is all said and done, you know, in forty years, and the show is no longer on, that's when the real tell-all will come out, and then you'll have all the secrets from the spires coming out. That's Girl, what I believe. Mandy had the nerve to say, we were extraordinarily moved by Laganja's vulnerability and empathetic to her circumstances that she found herself in and supportive of her both then, in those moments, and to this day. Which, Mandy, that's fucking bullshit because she was asking for her weed, which she had a medical card for, and y'all wouldn't give it to her. So Mandy's a fucking liar. She's been there since the beginning, so she knows how to lie. She's great at reality TV. Misha's a liar. There's just tons of liars in this book. And it's um, it's it's an entertaining read, but I can't wait for chapter seven where I don't have as much skin in the game because I don't know as many people from seven. But it's it's sad to see how Courtney's not in the book either, which is really indicative. They don't interview her because y'all can think what you want about me, but for them not to interview Courtney... Courtney's not a liar. She's not a rabble rouser without reason, you know? And she's a she's a sage source of wisdom and the truth. She is the oldest out of all three of us. Um, so I just, I find it glaringly obtuse that she's not in the book when she was a top three. And they do talk about the tie and how they <laughs> pointedly excluded her from any chance of winning. It's, it's, um... It it needs a it needs a TBD on a lot of stuff because there's a lot of like really is that how it went down because we know it's not. Well, uh, maybe it will come out someday. Uh, the the full story. It'll be the mm-hmm. sequel. Bam! Just when he thought it was safe to go outside, the sequel. And speaking of just when he thought it was safe to go outside, Ms. Britney Spears has a memoir coming out called The Woman in Me. Yeah, um, I mean, it also looks like that she's been moonlighting at Benihana. Uh, she's doing these this knife what? dance. Shakira did a dance with some knives, so she's doing a dance with some knives. Oh, Shakira did it. I'm pretty. Yeah, she did. 
Um, okay, yeah, well, that's... Okay, and Brittany, well, that's a little more context. I mean, it is... It is frightening, but you know what? Brittany's a professional. She's danced with snakes. No, what's frightening is if you zoom in and look at the corner of her couch, it looks like it's been ripped and chewed to shreds by... She has three dogs. She probably has three homes, too, and... of. It's just seeing that Brittany is just like us, where she has like a raggedy couch. Yeah, it's kind of hilarious. She, I is, mean, what is she supposed to go do? Go to fucking Bob's furniture outlet and buy a new couch? She hey, can't. Bob has a furniture outlet. Yeah, girl. Good for her. Stand up comedy, Madonna tour, furniture. Good for her. Um, I uh, do appreciate this book cover picture, which is a lovely old. Um, I think. Billy B painted her here. Honey, she's so gorgeous. I love Ms. Spears. I'll watch anything with Ms. Spears in it. And her 2002 coming-of-age film, Crossroads, is going to be returning to screens. I'm just learning about this from this outline. October 23rd and 25, in support of the pop star's upcoming tell-all memoir, The Woman and Me, which comes out on the 24th. Girl, I will see Crossroads in the theater. Girl, try me. I fully will. I'll be Her friend is Taren pregnant. Mm-hmm. I hope that everything works out okay in the I end. Hope she doesn't, yeah, me too. Um, I hope that Kim Cattrall doesn't do anything in this movie that she doesn't want to do for more than an hour of her life. Is Kim Cattrall in the movie? Yeah, she plays Britney's mom. Have you never seen Crossroads? It's been a long time since I've seen it. It's been a while! Uh... Why don't we take a break? We'll be right back. Hello, hello, hello. This week, you know what? We want to go spelunking, and I have to warn you the cave is filled. The water the table brim. is high. Yeah. It is brimming with DMs. Mm-hmm. So, so this is the moment where we go spelunking deep inside, deep inside DMs. the DMs. This first message comes from Josh. It says, hi, nice ladies and good people. Josh here from Chicago. Nice ladies do- and good people. He, oh, he must have had the wrong address. <laughs> I think he was. I think he meant to write into sibling rivalry. Uh, <laughs> how do the video messages in Untucked come to be? Jiggly's brother, Alyssa's dad, and many others throughout Drag Race lore, all of which were shown at very opportune times for the edit. But no one is supposed to know that they're on the show. Do the people in the videos have to sign NDAs? Do they get videos for every contestant? How do they even know who to contact? Have you planned? Or did you even know? <laughs> Back to Alyssa's father. She said they were estranged at the time, so how did WoW even find them? In efforts to skip the line, I've included a picture of Willem and I from Atlanta Pride 2019, along with my dick and ass, because that's how things work around here. Thank you for all the love, light, happiness you put into the world. Love and respect you both so much. Sincerely, very Josh. Very Josh. Mm-hmm. Sit on the couch and get very Josh. At intrepid underscore inversions. Oh, he's inverted. This ass is all up in this arch is lovely. I need a protractor room to measure that angle, but I'd say it's a 140 degree obtuse angle in that arch. 
I, yes. I mean, the ass is pert and popular. Uh, it seems to be portrait mode because the windows are blurred in the background. Uh, but the ass is in pure focus. A jock strap, some socks. And I thought Same it socks. was some sort of headband, like goggles headband, but it's actually the brim of a hat. Mm-hmm. You're right. The dick and is... The dick is the exact length of an R Rays Energy Zero Sugar drink in Phantom Freeze flavor. Mm-hmm. Now this could give me the sugars because it looks <laughs> sweet, honey. Um, the dick is lovely. You the met head this is- person. Oh yeah, I have. I guess, huh? This There's picture. a picture proof there. Yeah. Uh, good, of good you too. now. Now, look how good ta- I look. judging from your outfit, where was this? Do you know? Yeah, this was um at a. It was at a hotel in Atlanta where I was doing a pride party. And then he brought the picture somewhere for me to sign it, too. Uh Uh, This was a really fun... It was either the W or... I think it was the W. Um, But I remember this look. We had a lot of fun. There were games. We played cornhole. Um, We also played this game with beanbags. I'm mesmerized by the, this bubblicious ass, and I don't even know what the fuck the question was. Oh, the video messages. Oh, okay. Well, they get your emergency contact when you sign on for yeah. emergency reasons, and that usually leads them to the family. Um, and then they also have your background check, which they do before you um, get shipped off to, to camp. So they know they know everything. They know your social. They they can they have all these things. Um, They usually try to get interviews with people close to them that they think will be advantageous. I know you've done this. Did you sign an NDA when you did Sharon's message? I don't think so. (laughs) Okay. I don't think it's that deep, honestly. I mean, it might be now. It definitely wasn't, and it was like. It was like, of course, you're not supposed to like publicly tell people that you're on the show, but everyone has to tell people who are close to them that they're going there because you have no choice because they have to know that, like, why are you disappearing for several months? I mean, Courtney Act doesn't tell her close sisters when she's going on a reality show, but, you know, that's 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 Australia law. That's different. Mm-hmm. Uh the um no the and they can find people i mean yes like you said emergency contact but they also have fucking facebook they also have your social media and they can track people down and when you get a call from 323 you mm-hmm. answer it and you're like what's going on and they're very persuasive girl when they asked me to do a video message i was like Fuck you. I literally was like, no, I'm not going. No, I'm not doing that. Because they had just literally rejected me for Drag Race and taken my boyfriend to Drag Race. So I was pissed. But, but then I you wanted know. to be on TV. Yeah, I calmed down and then I did it anyway. But I, it, but, uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't happy about it. Yeah. Uh, the next message comes from Luke. Queens Dipper and Sexy Guest. 
I need the help of Supreme Court Justice Willem, star of programs like Iconic Justice and American Pie the Wedding. Alaska Dipper or any guests would love your feedback as well. All my friends and I were debating this at the bar last night. There are no big guys as pit crew. The body hair in the recent seasons, I remember a guy named Sean being on, I think who had some, is limited. It's a type to be a pit crew member. Why is it the pit crew solely muscle hunks? Yes, they're adorable, cute, and funny, but it wouldn't hurt to throw in some body diversity. Is it just based on who RuPaul wants to fuck? Who a producer wants to hit on? How are pit crew members chosen? In years past, it seemed more go-go guys, adult entertainment types, maybe. Are they all straight now except Bruno? I need a fan to make a chart of all these issues. We had many questions about the pit crew. Help us get the word out to bring guys with bellies, body hair, and why not a trans man as a pit crew member? Supreme Court Justice Willem, can you rule and make this happen? Love you all, Luke. Thank you, Luke. I have been preaching and praying and saying and wishing and hoping for years. Thank you. Well, there have been pit crew members on either Canada or the UK version that were not cookie cutters with abs. For sure. So Wait, Luke, the one on fucking Australia, bitch. Yeah, Luke, you're definitely wrong. And if you want a fan to make oh. a chart, why don't you be that fan? Because you seem very invested in this issue, and it would be a good it would be a good idea. I think that most Luke's people, the idea guy. Okay, Luke's not the nuts and bolts. Oh, okay. Sorry. Luke's Sorry. the idea person. <laughs> Luke, I think you should delegate this to someone that you trust who knows about making PDFs and and vectors and things like that. Um, vectors? I don't know, girl. <laughs> Some what, Calpurnia knows. This, let's make noise about the pit crew guy who's on Australia. Could you have a picture of him, Dipper? Can you find him? It's on his, above his bed, probably. Because he is not the cookie cutter type, and he's fierce. Mm-hmm. And honey, he's fabulous. But if we make enough noise about how we like this, then they will see that and they'll be like, well, maybe we need to bring some, you know, some husky, husky uh, fellas over to um, Donde. Mm-hmm. Remember on season one, the fake sound guy you really liked? Well, yeah, he has a, I mean, he has a beard, but there was like a guy this season who was like, like, Canada had some, um, some chunky dunks too that were kind of cute, but I could be wrong. Am I hallucinating? Maybe it's that guy. No, there were, I mean, he's a little bigger. Number five. No, there was someone who was... Um, yeah, he has, like, a body fat index, which is nice. But, like, we can do better. I mean, I think that this show is... Drag Race in general is trying to appeal to the mainstream, maybe. And they think that most of the mainstream oh, probably guy? want muscle Kens. I mean, have they made, like, a larger Barbie and a larger Ken yet? No, it's just the whole world is sizest. Who's that guy? Yeah, him. Is that UK? Mm-hmm. This is Canada, the, season one, like Willem. Okay. See? Mina Georges. But Canada cut their pit crew after Let's season get... one. Oh. Brooke said, not on my watch. <laughs> not on my watch. Brooke said, I need the money for my new marble kitchen. 
Let's gold faucet. Let's let's keep this conversation going because I think this is a great idea. A transman on the pit crew would be so Let's get Lace Ashley. Oh my god. Mama, why? Why not? We're going to continue in the cave with um this message right after, after this break. break. Are we taking a break yet? We're going to take a break on that. I think you want to see us take a break. We're back. Dearest Lasky, Wilhelmina, Big Old Dipper, and or distinguished guests. I am a young queer from Austin who's been living in Indiana since graduating from college. I don't see my family... (laughs) <laughs> I don't see my family too often, so my dad has planned a trip for my older brother and I to go to hi- with him to L.A. for an NFL game, whatever that is, the weekend of October 21st. I really tried to get the trip to be in New York so I could stay later to see you all live at the Queen's Theater. Despite not it's being able Queen's to... Queen's Theater. <laughs> oh, sorry. Despite... <laughs> Not being able to see you two gorgeous podcastresses, I did start scheming to take my dad to my version of the NFL, a drag show in WeHo. But then I paused. I've never been to West Hollywood. Would it make my conservative Mexican Catholic Catholic father explode? Yes. Context, when I came out three years ago, he said, I didn't know you could be gay. I thought that was just something people did for fun. <laughs> I feel like this is... It's this kind is of fun moment. sometimes. Yeah. I feel like this is the moment for some culture shock, but I want him to have a good time and don't want to overwhelm him. Did you have anywhere tame you'd recommend for someone in the situation? As a lowly mom plus silver member, I'd like to submit my brief, or rather lack thereof, in an attempt to receive priority boarding. With all my love, Ellis. Ellis, I have a recommendation. Take your father to see the, the, the Rocco's brunchettes because everything gay that happens in the daylight is less um is less jarring in the sun because yeah, during daylight brunch. hours it feels less innocuous at night it's like oh at daylight you're just like oh this happens in the day this is safe and the rockets are always Such entertaining and yeah. they're they're one aurora's there uh you got um Lolita Colby, who's a Colby. Um, she's a relation of mine. I'm also a Colby. Um, that's what I would do. They have great food at Rocco's. Don't give me that look, bitch. She's my grandmother. Oh, okay. Um, and I think that Rocco's is, it doesn't necessarily feel like a gay establishment. It's right next to a basketball court also. So in case he feels some sort of way, he can get out and play with a ball on a court and get that brief surge of masculinity should he need it. Um, Yeah, I think Rocco's is a good option for WeHo. I want to thank you for these pictures. I mean, is this the same person in both pictures? I'm pretty sure. She's giving variety here. Variety is the spice of life. Uh, I love this cute butt picture. Smiling, leaning back, the hair flowing. Still has her top on, but just removed her pants. Mm-hmm. Such I, a cute butt. Some some people like to be pantsless when they shit. Totally, you know? Like, take it all and off. The, <laughs> sure. And then the throbbing cock 
the underwear just pulled down now the to veins, the knees. Yeah, the pair of thieves' underwear are at the knees. The veining in this cock reminds me of the veining on Brooke's new Carrera marble counter <laughs> in her in her home near near the the brilliant glistening gold faucet. This looks bigger than the faucet. Sure. Mm-hmm. This looks beautiful. The sweater is pulled up. Mm-hmm. And the tiles look to be in some sort of public restroom, adding to the danger. The the adjective that comes to mind for all of this uh, boy's pictures, Ellis, is taut. He is taut, and I don't think he could be tamed. I can't be tamed. Ah, uh, we love it. Uh, Thank what's you for the question, in. Jesus? Oh no, you you answered you so right. Him? Brunch is for family. Innocuous. Do no, I I want to caution you against taking your father out at night in West Hollywood. It becomes like a crazy, like a block party, like a like it's kind of well, you out of control. You could take him to block party the store. <laughs> yeah, during the day. Yeah, but then put him to bed and be like, you know, I'm gonna just I'm just gonna go out for a little bit and then go get your life because mm-hmm. you'll love it. Don't take him to Fat Slut. Don't take them to the Eagle. Don't None go to that. the Eagle. They show hardcore porn on the TVs. Yeah, I mean, some, you should go there, but don't bring better the father. Uh, thank you for Randy. the note, Ellis. Are you feeling Randy? I'm feeling Randy. This message comes from Randy with an eye because she's quirky. Hello, moms. Alaska, I had the privilege of seeing you and Monet exchange in Champaign, Illinois. You were both absolutely fabulous. We traveled three hours to see the show, but turns out you had some international folks who showed up as well. We had a group with two people from Austria and one from Germany behind us. They were perplexed by both of the fisting numbers you each performed. Oh. What? They also commented that American audiences clapped too much and their hands were becoming calloused. Being the international performers you are, I'm curious, is this true? Do Americans clap more than other audiences? What do they do elsewhere? Love you, moms. Randy. P.S. I couldn't stop thinking about how much I want to make the Ms. Nelson's Back production actually happen, Alaska. Hit me up if you want a backer. I do. Thank you, Randine. Who's Ms. Nelson? Charles Nelson Riley? No, like Ms. Nelson is missing. Do you know that children's book? No. She um, is like a nice teacher and then she go and the kids are out of control. So she like leaves and then this evil witch substitute comes in and is really mean and, and like gets the kids in shape. And then at the end you realize that it's just a wig and a costume and it's Miss Nelson in drag. Oh, are you going to play Miss Nelson? Well, I mean, it is the lead role. It's number one on the call sheet. Okay. Well, I think Randy's gonna EVP for you. I'll read I'll read for the role. I don't okay. I'm not above auditioning. Okay. I mean go. I'll for do a it. screen test. Uh, we just need a chem test, actually. <laughs> We're gonna have you read with Allison Stoner do and you? the Lip and Jonathan Lipnicki. They're both in their forties now. Do you do you think American? Do you know a difference between American audiences and and other regions? Um, I 
I was at a show and recently the director came out beforehand and he was like, and let's give it up for this person and let's clap for the lighting designer and let's clap for the, and I was like, you're making us clap a lot and we ain't even seen the show yet. I don't know if I want to clap. Um, sure. I, I feel like curtain speeches are more prevalent in America than they are other places beforehand. Like people say something maybe after a show somewhere else, but America, they're not afraid to talk. But see, personally, I liked the oh, the lights go down and the music starts, and we're into the fucking show. I don't like the so hi, everybody. Thanks to our thank silver backers. For, thank you for uh coming out tonight, uh, girl. It always goes on too long. Yep. Just take me to the world, Keep I'll read about it online anyway. Whatever, immerse me, honey. That's not the I question. Wanna, I want to know more about you and Monet doing fisting numbers coming from a gig. Well, Monet did, I wasn't supposed to do the fisting song, but Monet had this song at the end of her set that was about fisting. And so I was like, well, why don't we do the fisting song? Like, it kind of ties us in together a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so we just added it into our set, and people usually find it funny, but... I don't want people from another country to get confused and think that in America, just like every drag queen said, like you have to do a fisting song. It's unusual. And it's it's a special occasion when that does happen. I think Americans are raucous as audience members, which I think is good. I think that's like a Hollywood impact. Like they want to be like a studio audience and like make noise when they feel like they should. And be and that's an important part of being at a show, I think. Certain regions, girl, if you think America's wild, girl, go to Brazil if you want to see audience. Oh, yeah. If you want to see an an audience fucking give energy, go to Brazil, mama. Mm-hmm. That's they, life-changing. They will rip the bracelets right off your arms. Absolutely. Fully. The nails off your fingers. And I mm-hmm. love it. Where's the craziest audiences in the world, Detox? What country? Brazil. She said it too. Brazil, Argentina. Brazil and Argentina. She agrees. Totally. Now what I've found, because I've I've done shows like in uh the Philippines or Singapore, and I've found that audiences are quieter there, but that's just like how that's just like culturally, I think what it's like. You like you like just you sort of hold your applause until the end. Mm-hmm, very Courtney is Act. Very that. Now, so it have... just depends. But yeah, Americans clap a lot. Yeah. Uh, we have a message from Tom. Hello, Poss. Greetings, Possums. A while ago, I sent you a question along with a dick pic. I basically made up the question. Really, I just wanted you to comment on my penis. I was delighted to hear you read out the question, but I was disappointed that you didn't spend much more time discussing my penis, which is really the only thing I wanted. There was just a... <sighs> Cursory discussion that involved an absence of sufficient thirst. Could you please try again? Perhaps my penis occupies a niche that is more dipper style. So if he wanted to join the discussion, he would be very welcome. I would be delighted if any one of you would come sit on it if you would find that helpful. Attached is my penis at a different angle. I hope it elicits just more lust from your mouths. Breast wishes and many wanks. Tom. Mm. I'm glad you got my message. Detox. <laughs> oh, coming at us was a slow thirst. No, oh, 
see, now that you're asking for it, it's like, well, like, now, what, you want me to be lustful over your dick? Like, this I don't know like you. Going into I don't someone's... even see your face, bitch. Yeah. This is going into someone's dressing room mirror and going, don't I look pretty? Don't I look pretty? <laughs> look how pretty I look. Which is something I do. <laughs> but um, this guy's dick is great, uh, but not my type. Dipper, go for it. Your type? Why is it not your type? Oh, because he's white. Um... No, not necessarily. Dipper, what do you think about this dick? Are this you a... lusting after this cock? No, this is a bad picture, Tom. Don't take yeah. a picture Wait of an a uncut second. dick from the bottom where you can't see the glory that is foreskin. The whole point, the appeal of the foreskin is what's what lies beneath. And when you see a little peak Sorry, of that from the top or everywhere. from the front, it's more appealing. This just looks like a... This looks like a naked mole rat. As in, Tom. you peel it, you peel in it back. Yes, yes. Yeah, I agree with you, Dipper. And I'm for- going to be, I'm going to be factual. I think if you're measuring from the top, it's probably what six, six and a half inches, I'm right? Bigger than that. Really? I think so. Seven. If you're measuring from the top, not from the taint. Dipper just cocked her head to the side and went, Because huh. I'm looking at the hand in relation. So, yeah, I guess you're right. It looks like a healthy seven. Dipper's tape measures in her throat. So she could tell you within. <laughs> in her under lip. Within. Oh, yeah. Okay. So about around seven inches measure from the top. Uncut. The foreskin is completely covering the whole thing. So we don't really yeah. see what lies beneath starring Michelle Pfeiffer. And Amber Um there are two balls. Uh, the hand is gripping the the shaft and balls. Uh, and there's no wedding band on that finger, ladies. It's just it's just it's erect and it's up, but it's not making me go up. I'm just not excited. Is it by making it. the club go up? No. It could make the club go up, but also, I uh, like he matches the color of his couch. Like I'm, I'm fine with. I'm thankful you're a listener, Tom, and stuff. But anytime someone fishes, baby, if you ain't a Pisces, bye. <laughs> I'm I, a Pisces. I, I will compliment you when I when I want to compliment you, but like I've I've seen stronger veining in Brooklyn's new counter, in her <laughs> Chicago mansion. Um, I would like to see your face. I mean, if you want me to tell you, like, I don't know. If you want me to, like, lust after you, I need to, like, I don't know. I need to kind of know more about you than just, like, the underside of your fucking throbbing cock. And I'm a details guy. I need to see some nooks and crannies and, like, flex. What'd you call me? (laughs) Put your arm up above your head and flex your bicep a little bit. Um... And let's see if that hair goes all the way around like a wraparound deck in in the glorious Goldie Hawn movie House Sitter. Remember that deck? That was a good deck. Speaking of good decks, <laughs> not average <laughs> the, dick. The good couch deck. looks very nice. That's not average. It's a bit, uh, listen, it's a nice dick. You'll make someone very happy. Uh-huh. And I hope we've made you happy by reading your letter and reading your dick, bitch. <laughs> I think oh Detox God. has something to say. Oh, wait, never mind. She's, she's getting her, her aloe water. I said what I said. 
Mm-hmm. We want to remind all of you within the sound of our voice to get your tickets to Race Chaser Live, Live. October 23rd in Queens at queenstheater.org. Join, Join us, us in Flushing Meadows Corona Park. We have a few announcements about the show. We will have ASL interpreters for the show. So mm-hmm. if, if that makes a difference in your decision to get a ticket, there you go. And secondly, we're finally ready to announce our very special guest. Are you ready? Yep. Are you ready? Our very special guest joining us is Lux, Lux Noir, Noir London. London. She'll be joining us for the podcast. I'm so excited. She is a treat. Mm-hmm. I she love her. killed it at the Beyonce show. Come see the New York City and New Jersey girls. <laughs> Tickets are at www.queenstheater.org. That's theater with the T-H-E-A-T-R-E. <laughs> Snatch up those VIP tickets because they're almost all gone. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening to Hot Goss this week. Mm, and remember, please take a moment to rate and review our show on your podcast apps. Now, if you Doll. want to sign up for Mom Plus Gold, you visit mompodcast.plus. And a shout out to all of our Mom Plus Gold subscribers who are listening to this episode ad-free behind the good pussy paywall. <gasps> a special shout out. To Rob D. I've successfully scaled the paywall and I know what D stands for. Mm-hmm. What was wow, that? Rob, what was I that? lust after you so much. Why was there a cow behind the pussy paywall? I'm lusting oh, after Rob D. Sorry, Tom. Oh. Follow us on Instagram at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 <laughs> at Race Chaser Pod and at Mom Podcast. Stay safe out there, everyone. We will be back next week with another steaming, steaming, piping, piping, scalding serving of hot God. Ooh, don't I look pretty? <laughs> don't I look pretty? Ooh, wait, tell me I look pretty. Do I look pretty? M. Oh. M. Mom. To get access to our monthly video episodes and tons of bonus content, sign up for Mom Plus Gold at mompodcasts.plus. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Alaska, Big Dipper, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. Who, me? 